A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Star Trek is supposed to be many things, but oh my god, that's so scary, turn it off, is not one of them. Challenging, exciting, curious, progressive, educational, bold, entertaining, yes, all of the above are thrown around happily by fans and producers alike, but scary? Nobody's really here for that. And yet, Star Trek is scary. To quote Carl Urban's Dr. McCoy, Space is disease and danger wrapped in darkness and silence. And while that's a great line to use in the final few shots of a J.J. Abrams trailer, it's also just a fact. After all, it's called The Final Frontier because we have absolutely no idea what's waiting for us out there, and there are few things humanity fears more than the unknown. Still though, despite TV networks doing their utmost to make this something for the whole family, occasionally Star Trek will just dip off course and career headfirst into the realms of traditional, creepy, unsettling, grotesque horror. Slasher horrors, psychological horrors, body horrors, even just classic ghost stories have all made an appearance in the show's 54-year history. So, let's look at the scary amongst them. Yeah, you're all big and brave. My name is Adam Cleary and these are the 10 scariest Star Trek episodes ever. Number 10, Genesis. Comfortably one of the highlights of the next generation's often dismissed season 7, Genesis is a slice of terrifying monster horror that wouldn't have been out of place on shows with far darker reputations. Giant beasts, disfigured crewmates, something that's half Reg Barkley, half Arachno Nightmare, the episode saw the next generation scoop 10 Emmy nominations for its makeup work that year. After a torpedo veers wildly off course during a training drill, Picard and Data set off on a short lads day out to retrieve it. When they return to the ship, they find it adrift in space with no sign of the crew and one of the bridge officers physically eviscerated in his seat. Now, just want to clarify, not a doctor here, but if you are this member of the bridge crew, this is pretty much the last thing you ever want. They discover that a reactivated T-cell in Lieutenant Barkley has triggered a mutation in the rest of the crew, causing them to de-evolve into more savage life forms. Worf, in particular, becomes a nightmarish armored hell demon who rampages through the ship attempting to mate with Troy. A cure is found in Data's cat spot, but not after some ghoulish scenes have the audience leaping out of their seats and scurrying behind the sofa in equal measure. Number 9, The Haunting of Deck 12. Very much Star Trek's answer to the old Simpsons staple treehouse of horror this, as Neelix, who is scary enough, let's face it, entertains the young Borg in the cargo bay with a classic ghost story. With the power out and the room plunged into darkness, the cliched campfire vibe quickly gives way to an impressively chilling tale. Traversing through a nebula similar to the one that's given us the setting for this episode, the crew were attacked by a strange, non-corporeal entity that had accidentally come aboard. 
The ship systems function erratically, several personnel are injured or go missing, and only on a strange hunch is Janeway able to commune with the creature. After realising they have inadvertently destroyed its home, the entity becomes enraged and attempts to kill everyone on board. Janeway is, at the last moment, able to reason with it and agrees to find a new place for it to live. Right here, on the ship, where it remains to this day, mwahaha, <laughs> etc. Number 8, Conspiracy. By and large, light entertainment space adventures only really lend themselves to one type of horror. That classic psychological trope of the terror being implied considerably more than it's seen, leaving your imagination to do all the heavy lifting and thus saving money on expensive ghoulies and not upsetting the network. All of that went straight out of the airlock though in the first season of The Next Generation when the show decided instead to go for a full-on Cronenbergian nightmare complete with exploding human heads and a grotesque alien monster. Quick word of caution here, this is easily the most viscerally disgusting thing Star Star Trek has ever devised outside of this man's swimwear choices. It all culminates in a disgusting feast of live maggots, an exploding human head, a dissolved chest cavity, and whatever the hell this thing is supposed to be. The episode carried a viewer discretion warning before it aired, and the producers were told to rein the gore in for season two. Number seven, The Thor. The entire premise behind Voyager was that by hurtling the crew to the other side of the galaxy, the possibilities of adventure, discovery and danger were then infinite. Crazy then that the scariest thing in the entire universe still just so happens to be a maniacal evil clown. Discovering the stasis pods of a civilization that has protected itself from an ecological disaster, the crew are unable to release the survivors because they are cerebrally linked to the computer's simulation. Attempting to enter the dream world they live in and inform them that it's time to come back to reality, Harry Kim and Bellona Torres enter two vacant pods to contact them. This is a mistake. In fact, actually, I'm underselling it. It is a whoopsie bad idea with capital letters because the dream world is actually a nightmare being run by the manifestations of the sleeper's own fears that just so happens to have taken the form of a maniacal clown. It has been slowly torturing its victims for decades, accidentally causing two to die from literal fright and is just over the moon to have two new playthings. While there's nothing out and out horrifying in this episode, so the relentlessly unhinged vibes of the clown are more than enough to dredge up any well-suppressed childhood fears. Number 6, The Man Trap Critically lauded as one of the show's most seminal episodes, The Man Trap started Star Trek off on a terrifying path, certainly in the context of US light entertainment standards of the 1960s. Arriving at a planet inhabited by Robert and Nancy Carter, a series of strange and savage murders sees them seek refuge on the Enterprise until the grisly mystery can be solved. Carter, however, despite being an old flame of Dr. McCoy, turns out to be a shape-shifting salt vampire. Women, eh? In the end, it transpires that the real Nancy was killed by the vampire years previous, but after taking pity on Robert Carter, one of them remained with him and took her form. He'd just been living in complete denial about the whole thing and slipping salt tablets so it didn't murder him as well, just like any normal grieving husband would have. While the sudden deaths of the Enterprise crew members aren't exactly nightmare fuel, the creature design, this creature design, absolutely was. Hello everyone, I'm just stopping by to let you all know that we have a brand new channel launched called Rock Culture Horror, which is the home of all things freaky, like lists, news, podcasts, all with a lovely horror tinge to them. It is pretty great, it's very spooky, so I'm, you know, not doing some big it up or anything, but you should definitely check it out, it is pretty dang good. I'm gonna head back there right now, 
Hope you enjoy your list. Hope you enjoy your video. I'll see you again soon. Bye. Number five, Night Terrors. While the episode Night Terrors is, despite the name, designed to have more of a creeping anxious vibe than anything outright terrifying, it does contain the next generation's single scariest moment. Finding the USS Britain adrift in space with all hands apparently murdered and only one survivor, the crew's investigations begin to unravel as they suffer the effects of lack of sleep. It transpires that this patch of space is prohibiting them from dreaming and thus slowly pushing them towards the same manic fate that befell their bloodied friends on the ghost ship. Data, being a big nerd who doesn't need sleep, is entrusted with finding a way out of all of this, while the rest of the crew attempt to stave off the assorted hallucinations their delirium is causing. One moment, though, involving Dr. Crusher and an entire room full of corpses is still pant-wetting to this day. Left her own devices by her assistant, a growing sense of unease sweeps the scene before she realises, silently and entirely, that all the bodies are suddenly sat upright. It is horror movie 101 this, and still elicits a genuine eep every time it's watched. Number 4, The Empath. Again, it's not what you see in this episode that makes it terrifying, it's more the descriptions you're afforded and what your imagination can then do with them from there. In fact, such was the disturbing power of implication in this episode, it was banned by a number of networks when the show originally aired. In the episode, while visiting an apparently doomed planet, the crew is repeatedly subjected to torturous experiments by its inhabitants. Dr. McCoy in particular is put through the worst of it, having apparently been both psychologically and physically pulled apart off screen. Virtually all of his internal organs organs, according to Spock's assessment, have been abused in some capacity. Here in the UK, the episode wasn't screened unedited until 1994, owing to its graphic approach of the subjects of madness, torture and sadism. While it escaped the same censure in the United States, the episode did carry a warning before it aired to warn viewers about the graphic nature of its content. Again though, it's not the content that's particularly graphic, rather how it plays out in your own mind. Number 3. Impulse a recent survey of 100 Star Trek fans that I have just entirely made up revealed that the scariest thing about Enterprise was the state of some of its visual effects. That and the fact the Big Show was in it. However, coming in a close third was the episode Impulse, which dispenses with the usual unnerving psychological horror of Star Trek in favour of an episode about rampaging, murderous zombie Vulcans. Discovering a Vulcan ship adrift in an asteroid belt, Archer, T'Pol and Lieutenant Reed venture on board to try and get to the bottom of the situation. En route, T'Pol just casually drops it in that an entire Vulcan crew went mad and killed every single person on board while out looking for this exact ship. <laughs> Sorry, T'Pol, just, just one second here. You didn't think that information was particularly pertinent before you decided to mount a rescue, no? To the astonishment of absolutely nobody, the vessel is also full of Vulcans who've gone irredeemably mad, and it's mere minutes before T'Pol starts to become one of them. Our away team does manage to fight its way back to the Enterprise, but not after a hefty chunk of jump scares and considerably elevated heart rates in blackened corridors. Number 2, Empok Nor. Empoknor is pretty much the closest thing Star Trek has ever done to an out-and-out -out slasher movie. Taking Chief O'Brien, Nog, Garrick, and these four turkeys to the abandoned sister station of Deep Space Nine, they discover two Cardassian super soldiers and a psychotropic drug that turns them into deranged xenophobic killing machines. All of this would be fine, except that Garrick is himself literally a Cardassian. A cat-and-mouse game breaks out between the revived killers and the fatally unprepared Starfleet salvage crew, with each of our brave boys in grey being gruesomely 
murdered by the Stalkers. However, when they're finally overcome, the effects of the drug begin to take root in Garrick, who turns on his colleagues and picks up where his fellow Cardassians left off. It is a great, grisly and unsettling episode with a proper horror movie twist in its final act. Showcasing the often overlooked Andrew Robinson as one of the show's most compelling and, when he wants to be, sinister characters, it's almost the scariest thing Star Trek has ever done. Almost. Number 1. Schisms Schisms isn't only the scariest episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, nor the scariest episode of Star Trek Full Stop, it's probably one of the scariest things that went out on 90s pre-Watershed television. As an X-Files episode, this would have been lauded. On the Twilight Zone, it would have been considered too much, but it's Star Trek. Friendly, rewarding, fun for the whole family Star Trek, and it's terrifying. Taking the classic alien abduction trope that's made movies like Fire in the Sky so difficult to watch, the episode builds from a growing sense of unease all the way to a horrifying reveal absolutely perfectly. When several crew members start complaining about being tired, it's slowly revealed that they've been missing from the ship's logs overnight. Then, when several of them begin experiencing flashbacks triggered by otherwise innocuous objects, it's clear they all share a common, sinister memory. Riker, in particular, has even had his limbs amputated and reattached. Finding a way to stay awake during his next abduction, Will sets off to rescue a missing crew member and get to the bottom of this. He finds himself on a cold metal slab in the midst of an alien autopsy, but manages to escape. However, not before his captors can send a mysterious energy signal back through the rift they've taken him through, leaving us on a sinister cliffhanger. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. <laughs> 